Hi, welcome to The Infinite Loop. I'm Adel Kozilski and I'm really excited to share my thoughts in this space, a place for conversation, inspiration and connection. If you enjoy this podcast, please like it and even share it with a friend. Intense. I think that word describes the state of being right now. Everything feels so intense. The world is back again in lockdowns of varying degrees. There's a scramble to implement the vaccines and there's the maddening debate if they are safe or not. American democracy has shown its ugly face and civil war is brewing in every corner of society. Intense, plain and simple. People are feeling frustrated. I know they call it lockdown fatigue, but all of these restrictions have driven people dilly. And it seems that all we want to do is just be let free and go back to how we lived our lives before. So come with me, let's take a plane and soar up high away from this maddening world. And let's try to get a bird's eye view. Let's extricate ourselves from all this entanglement and clear away all the noise. What's going on here? Well, there's no question that a revolution is happening and it's not the kind of revolution that one has known before. Historically, revolutions happen somewhere in the world to a particular place and a particular nation. This revolution is global. It's affecting every human being and it's disrupting life on every level. Think about it. Could we say today that there are places where life has not been disrupted? Places where they haven't heard of COVID and that people are still blissfully naive living their lives like before? Even in deep dark Africa, in underdeveloped disconnected communities, Corona and all the upheaval that it has brought in its wake has disrupted lives. You may ask why? Why has God turned this world upside down? Why do we feel our backs are against the wall and there's very little space to maneuver? And even more, we don't know when or how it's going to end. Well, as Jews, we need to look back into the Torah. And we have just begun reading the book of Exodus in our yearly cycle. The first chapters describe, actually, the social unrest and upheaval that befell the Egyptians and the Jews prior to the redemption, to the leaving of Egypt. Moses was very reluctant, as you could read. He was very reluctant at first to take on the job, to come back into the proverbial lion's den and announce that the redemption was at hand. People were skeptical, and after his initial encounter with Pharaoh, things got worse, not better. The Jewish camp was plunged into despondency. They were tired and fed up. They questioned the whole intent of Moses. They didn't believe him, nor did they trust him. And around them, there was chaos. Every three to four weeks, another seemingly natural disaster struck them. The Nile had water issues. There was global warming, so we saw hail and darkness. 
Seemingly, man had interfered with nature and had driven ecosystems crazy. So the frogs went mad, then the wild animals went crazy. Disease and plague spread, lice, boils. And then don't forget, there was societal upheaval. Egyptians were fed up with their government, insurrection reared its ugly head, and there were stampedes of civil unrest made on the palace of Pharaoh, demanding change before it was too late. We have 2020 vision now, and we know the end of the story. The end? Egypt was left decimated, forlorn. Its hold on history, its grip on society, its need to manipulate man for its own glory and power was in fact dismantled and left for ruin. And the Jewish people? They eventually tasted freedom. Freedom from the grips of a torturous regime. Freedom to walk out of a physical imprisonment and whose purpose was to engender a spiritual freedom. To re reconnect to our Creator and be servants to a greater, higher calling. My dear friends, history is again repeating itself and all the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. We are taught in the Zohar, our Kabbalistic teachings, that those souls, the people who lived through the Egyptian exile and the redemption, they will be reincarnated at the end of times. So guess what? That's us. And we are also taught that just like we saw miracles and wonders then, so too we are going to be seeing miracles and wonders today. So we've got a lot of soul experience living through this upheaval. And this upheaval has a purpose. It's purging the world of all that is corrupt, all that is false, all that is ungodly. It's cleansing the world for we have lost our way. So if we follow the precedent of history, there is no doubt that we are moments away from the dawning of a new world, a world of truth, a world of friendship and brotherhood, a world of health, a world of seamless connectivity with the Creator who created us. We have a choice now to get sucked into this washing machine of madness, negativity and upheaval, or to rise above it and take in the last moments of exile to refine whatever is still ugly in ourselves, to recenter ourselves and to recommit to who we really should be, to repair our hearts and our minds and reconnect with what's really real. Let's face it, redemption is coming, ready or not. Yes, I know, it's intense, downright intense. But forget about what's going on on the outside. Focus and do whatever you have to do and leave the rest to God because he's simply cleaning up our mess.